episode of starting with a student now in this episode we're just gonna give an introduction about everything you need to know about the SAT and how to prepare for it and how prepared you are for it and what it is and how to use it and and who administer it and and how to give your scores and everything what's the average and all that now the SAT is just an entrance exam and it's used by a lot of colleges and a lot of universities and would help them decide whether they will admit you or just reject you and it's a pencil and a paper test basically and a multiple choice questions except in the math section there's just some written questions we will speak about that later now and it's given to us by the college board and the college board is a non-profit organization that started in the 90s now the purpose of the SAT test is just for it's just it gives colleges and numbers so they can compare you in it and whether they would see whether you know you're good enough not good enough but you know you're skillful enough for that major or, or, or whatever you want to be when you get in a college so it will just help them or give them some data points that they can compare and colleges don't just look at your um, SAT test now they look at your SAT test your high school GPA the classes you took letter of recommendations sorry recommendations from the teachers or monitors supervisors um, from whoever that they they would write and and they will look at all of this together and then they will admit you but one of the most things that are really important for you is your SAT score right so if you had an SAT score of 150 med, med schools medical schools will not let you in with a 150 score right so SAT is really really big but they don't just look at the SAT so you have to make sure that you have a good high school GPA because if you had hopefully if you had a 1500 right and then your high school GPA is a 2 they're not gonna let you in because it's either that you maybe cheated or it's just a lot of things that going on maybe you just neglected school completely and just focused on the SAT which is not good you have to keep your SAT and your GPA balanced you cannot succeed in one and just leave the other one out you have to be balanced in both of them so you can have higher chances of getting you know admitted now when should you start taking the SAT right everybody's like when should I start studying for this now it's you should start by high school so if you want to start by ninth grade that's amazing that's just great but there's a lot of solutions and a lot of ways of solving that you, and a lot of skills that you still didn't develop in in year nine I mean you would you would understand how it goes but you don't understand the rules so the time you should start is by the summer of year nine not should but it's really good if you started the summer of year nine and took your first test on March of year 10 then that would be amazing so you can know exactly what you're good and what you're not good at in in, in, in your SAT tests basically so if you started by the summer of year 9 then that's great that means that by the time you take your last test which is on year 12 you're gonna have the score that you that you desire now if you started on year 10 that's okay it's great too because you started early because you know once you really really is serious is on year 11 
you just started and you're year 11 or year 12 that's great you just gotta have enough time to prepare so you gotta start preparing two months three months four months before your SAT right you're just gonna have to cram more I mean the earlier you start the more time you have to get prepared and you know the later you start the more you would have to cramp that's just all 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 how it works right so there isn't no special time to to start I mean it's just about how ready you are and, and how much skills you have because again the SAT is a skill test now nationally it's not just in the United States or the SAT is just given all around the world and it's in specific dates which are August dates I'm talking dates as in like the times of the month August October November um, December March May and June these are the months where the SAT is just given and you should check the SAT for just the upcoming test date now what will be given to you in the SAT? The SAT was consisting of a math section, which is a calculator and a no calculator section. And you will have an evidence-based and reading and writing section. So you'll have a reading section where you will be provided with five passages and then questions asked about them. And you will have a math section and then a writing section where, you know, you will have passages but then there will be just underlining specific sentences and they will ask you about basically grammar and writing and vocab and then vocab is asked in both reading and writing sections so basically it is consisting of two sections and two subsections now the SAT is three hours long if you're taking the essay it's three hours and 15 minutes now the reason the essay is optional because a lot of and a lot of colleges don't be asking you for an essay so if you already want to start taking the SAT you gotta search and you gotta have an idea or you gotta have some kind of idea of where or what colleges you're going to and you gotta check if these colleges want an essay from you or not because if they don't want an essay from you then you don't really have to waste your time taking it uh, which is why it's optional SAT scored it's 800 points on the math section and 800 points on the reading and writing section so in total it's 1600 which is the highest possible points you can take now um, if you take the essay again which is the question you will think about right now uh, it will be a completely completely different or separate score okay now what's the average the average is a 160 right 1060 or 1050 now if I want to keep it real if you prepare real good for the SAT your first if you prepare real good for the SAT and your first score is anything above 140 then you're in a very good very very good path um, but you would want to have a little bit higher than 160 I mean it's an average yes but do you want that no you want to get a little bit of a higher score higher I'm talking 1200 and above or 1150 and above if you can that would be great so you can have you know a higher chance of getting admitted into the colleges that you want now should I take the SAT or the SAT I mean the SAT and the SAT are are basically they're very similar they're just like saying Pepsi and Coca-Cola they're the same but people have preferences now when should I take this and when should I take that now the SAT is as we said it's a 1600 
score test but the ACT is top score is 36 now the SAT rate is from the lowest thing you can get 400 400 means if you went to the test and you didn't didn't solve at all or you didn't solve anything right then you will get a 400 score just just what's given to you okay 400 score 200 in math and 200 in the reading and the writing so the lowest in the ACT so if you went there to them and you solved nothing you just sat there and you just gave them the paper or you just solved all wrong hopefully not then your your lowest score will be one now the time now excluding again excluding from the essay the ACT time is three hours and 30 minutes excluding from the essay the sad hours is three hours just and um, if you take the essay it will be three hours and 15 minutes and the ACT if you took the essay it's gonna be four hours so Basically, the essay and the ACT takes 30 minutes, and the essay and the SAT takes 50 minutes. So if you, it's depending on how how much time you think you're really good at writing the essay fast in 30 minutes or not. Now, in the SAT, as we said, it's five passages, and in the in the ACT, it's just four passages. Now, in the math, you will be provided with formulas as soon as you just first first page to be you know some formulas that you might need some of them you don't even use them you, you're not going to need them in the test but just some formulas that you might need and in the ACT formulas are not provided now in the SAT as you said there's a calculator section and there is a section where you cannot use the calculator in any in the ACT you can use the calculator in the whole math test section the science there is no science based inspections which is great <laughs> but in the ACT you have to be prepared and you have to gotta you know gotta look some up some data and some trends and you gotta have you know make some predictions and synthesize information and all that so if you're good at science ACT is for you in the essay the sad you know just focuses on comprehension how much you comprehend the source of the test and you're not gonna say your opinion no, but you're gonna see or say well, how, what you understand from the test or the text that they gave you. In the essay of the ACT, they will focus more on you know uh, your evaluation, your your analysis of the complex issues that are given or the underlines or whatever it is. Now, when should I take this one and when should I take that one? The best way to know what should be for you is you should take a practice test for both because the SAT, the SAT and the ACT are both asked by colleges a lot. So we must know there's there's no college that will say, oh, we prepare, we prepare the ACT over the SAT because they both are tests, right? So they don't mind. So you gotta know what is for you. Now, the SAT, if you're great at vocabulary and you need more time to take tests, do you like, you know, handwriting, handwritten tests, and you know, you're not really good with the charts, then the SAT is perfect for you now if ACT when should I take that if you're not very good at vocab right and you do great in time tests I mean you're really fast at solving and you're really good at it you know you're not a clumsy solver or you know you don't you don't see it and you just solve whatever no you know what you're doing and you can do it in a crunch time and 
you prefer, you know, you like computer-based tests and you're really, really good with charts, then ACT is just perfect. It's perfect for you. Now, how do I register for the SAT? Now, to register for the SAT, you go to the College Board and you make an account. Okay, as we said, the College Board is a non-profit organization that's at the string and they're giving out the SAT to us. And you go there, you make an account. When making an account, you gotta be careful. You gotta have your passport with you, and you gotta chill. You gotta sit down in a place where you relax because you don't you don't make an account fast. It does not go fast, so you gotta be relaxed. And you gotta sit there and get your coffee cup or your tea cup or your milk cup or your juice cup, water, whatever you prefer to drink or eat passport now the reason you have to get your passport is because every single thing is going to be just a copy and paste from your passport for example my birth date my real birth date is something and then what's written in my passport is different so i'm not going to write my real birth date i'm going to write what's on my passport my name is spelled differently from i spell it differently from how my middle name from how it's in my passport but I'm not gonna write it the way I spell it I'm gonna write it the way it is in my passport okay great so why do I need to do that because once you get in this test center they're gonna ask you to to, to bring your passport and they're gonna compare what's on your passport to what's on your test so if it's different then you're they're not gonna let you in and you will have to leave so you gotta, you know, you gotta make sure that it's the same. Plus, what you're gonna give to your colleges is the information in your passport. Now, the information that you would like to give. Now, after making an account in the SAT, you will go there and you're gonna register for the SAT, and you're gonna, they're gonna give you all the test dates that are available for you, and you're just gonna choose a test date that you know that you can prepare for. So you're not gonna choose a test date that's that's you know that you know you can prepare for example in a month then choose a test date that's in three months or choose a test date that's in five months just in a time that you can actually prepare for in it last last thing we need to know how can i prepare for the sat i mean if you ask anyone first question is practice right first answer is practice 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 which is actually the perfect answer i mean that's the best way you can prepare for the SAT, right? But let's just keep it real. <laughs> Even if you practice, if you don't know specific things that you need to know, then you're not going to be prepared. Because there are specific rules that you need to know. There are specific skills that will help you so help you solve faster. So if you don't know these things, then then I'm sorry to say, it, but practicing won't just be it. So there's a lot of books that will help you. There's the Princeton Review. It's just one of the most books that, you know, a lot of students with the first talking to the SAT, they will go buy it. So go go buy it, download it, whatever you need to do. Um, there are books like Banda. Banda Books for Math is great. It's really great. I mean, it's, a, it's just a little bit heavy, but it's nothing you cannot handle. And it will keep you, you know, really prepared. I mean, a lot of teachers or math, SAT math tutors, they will really give you a lot of, you know, the, the titles of the lessons they give you from are just based on the Banda books. So you might as well just get the Banda books and study from it. For writing, Erica. Erica, math, Erica writing section for grammar is just great. 
Um, she's, she basically, she covers up everything you need to know. So these are the books I advise you to start with. For the reading section, there's, to me, I couldn't find one that's, you know, great for you to start with. So whatever, um, for the reading section, I feel like it's more of your skills and how you start preparing for it. For the vocabulary questions, which is given to you in the reading and the writing section, um, you will have to study some roots and some uh, prefixes, suffixes, things like that that would really, you know, help you be prepared in some kind of way. I mean, buying a vocabulary book and memorizing it won't help you because there's a lot of different words given. So, I mean, if you want to do that, I'm all in for it. I tried it. I mean, it's kind of good. You know, I know a lot of definitions, but it's not really great. So, getting a vocab book, I don't advise you of it, but if you do it, it's extra work for you. Extra work is, is, you know, never wasted. So, you can try that and it should be great. And again, for the practice tests, you should start by the first 10 practice tests given to you by the college board and you'll find how to score it and everything in the internet. You just write in Google practice tests, one practice test, two, SAT, and you'll find it. Um, But the problem is you're not going to find how it's sold unless, you know, you buy the SAT college board book. Uh, that's the way you can find it or maybe I'll make I will hopefully start making uh, episodes or where we will be solving together for the SAT uh, you can also start doing you know if you find on reddit or on google or wherever you'll be looking for telegram you will find some uh, real tests that are published and you can just open it and you will have the answer key and once you're done with the 10 practice tests just start taking one of them and studying on them. Again, remember, a study test is a skill test. So there are some skills that you have, other students don't, and there are some skills that students have that you don't. Now, there's a website that's really great too, Khan Academy. Khan Academy is just amazing for any student to start with. I mean, you can just sign in and you can just Bear the SAT or your college board account and your Khan Academy account together, and then you will tell them what test date you're going in, and they will help you. Just prepare for it. So don't don't cramp yourself or cramp yourself for the Khan Academy questions. Just for example, choose to solve 20 questions per day or 25 questions per day, and just go with it. That will be amazing. That will be just great for preparing for your test. You're gonna be doing. Take an SAT test every two weeks just to know, you know, just to keep track of your progress. And during the weekend, during the weekdays, take um, Khan Academy questions, right? And throughout that whole time, you should start, you know, going, for example, day one, I'll take three hours of uh, reading and writing section. Day two is going to be three hours of math and so on. Just, just keep on switching up so you won't be stressed and burned out by the end of the day, you know? So just divide your time however you want. There's no perfect ways of studying. You can also study with tutors. Uh, I mean, if you can afford it, that would be great. Uh, because they will just give you everything you need from, you know, because they already studied the SAT. So they will give you everything that you might need and they will help you get as prepared as you can. But is it a great thing? No. Because some teachers will give you things that you don't really need and some teachers are not as experienced as they say they are.
are so you have to make sure you're with a great teacher now how do i know if i'm with a great teacher you have to know how weak you are and what you're weak in and what you're strong in if your math teacher if your sat teacher sorry is not helping you in that thing that you're weak in then i just i just advise you to take your stuff and leave <laughs> because if they're not helping you get stronger in what you're weak in then there's no point being in that class in the first place you gotta be in if you if you want to join in a class you gotta be in a class where it will strengthen your weaknesses because that's that's what you're gonna struggle with on the test day and also you gotta keep in mind that SATs are really not as hard as it seems I mean if you never took an SAT test then you're gonna be probably very nervous but by the first time you take the SAT you're gonna be like oh it's not that serious <laughs> so you gotta you know not don't don't over stress yourself and just take it easy because once you stress yourself actually you're gonna have harder times studying so don't stress yourself and enjoy it the more you enjoy something the more you'd want to study more of it and learn more of it and you know you don't want to suck all that energy out and also the more you would be you know not avoiding it and running away from it and you know procrastinating if you find yourself doing so sit down and think about why and how to help yourself do that or you know undo that not wanting to study for it anymore all right this is it for today's episode i hope it helped you understand everything you need for the sat in these 22 minutes <laughs> so i hope you found out everything you need if you have any questions in ad call you would have there's a voice message twice you can just send me voice messages i'm not gonna post them i'm just gonna hear them out and i will try my best to answer to all your questions hopefully if you like this episode please please subscribe so you can get notifications and send it to your friends that would be great that would be amazing if you did so and uh, i'm sorry if the mic quality not that great i just started so you know <laughs> i will get a bit a better mic soon um anyways thank you guys for hearing me if you hear me this far listening to me this far then thank you so much i hope you enjoyed this episode see you later peace